Oh, Heartlifters, my goodness, as always is the case. After we stop recording, Julie and I continue talking and she comes out with this brilliant thought and I was like, oh, stop, we have to record this. So I'm adding these afterthoughts in our bonus for our season nine finale, motherhood and mental health, moms and mental health. And Julie brings out a story that talks about endurance even more than she did in our original uh, conversation. So here we go. I think it's going to bless you deeply and it's going to, it's going to compel you, propel you to endure. You may not have had postpartum depression or depression, but all of us on this journey, this heartlifting journey are called to endure. And to endure something means to suffer something painful or difficult patiently, continuing with a firm, resolute, steadfast nature. When you look at the root of endure, it actually means to harden. And that is in a good way and in the right way to build this resolute, resilient spirit inside of us that enables us, that enlarges our capacity to continue firmly, steadfastly, with resolution through something painful or difficult. So wherever you are today, may Julie's story through her own arduous valley of the shadow of death in postpartum depression and depression really give you fuel to keep on keeping on. So good. Here you go. So Julie, I have uh, totally neglected to ask you how long this journey lasted. Now, I know you still have your waves of depression. You said that will come and they'll go, but that arduous journey through the valley of the shadow of death, if you could just tell us maybe how long that lasted. Uh, the entire life was about six years of, wow. uh, of the journey of which it was at year four that I started to share uh, my okay. story. Yeah. And uh, I-, I wanted my instant healing. I wanted my quick healing like we all do from any illness that we, we go through. You know, if it's a headache, you want it to go away right away. You yeah. prefer not to take the Tylenol or whatever you take. But uh, God didn't have that in the books for me. Uh, about mm. the second year of my journey, I started to have a strong impression of my heart that he wanted me to endure what wow. this was. And of course, I fought him. I'm like, mm. I don't want to endure this. This is not mm-hmm. something that I want for my life at all. But that endure, endure, like the good pain we talked about was, I think enduring is a big part of the good pain. I think so. And uh, yes, so he had that put on my heart. And I think that's where I started to feel like, okay, I'm not going to fight him on this anymore. This journey has to be endured. And uh, Mm, what a, what a brilliant word from God for you. Like, it just speaks to how faithful he is. Like we were talking earlier, he is so faithful on our journeys to, to lead us and guide us. And he used uh, an interesting situation to guide you at the beginning of year two. I'd love for you to share that with our community. Uh, so 
uh, about the person at our uh, yeah. at our church. Yeah, this this person that uh, I've never met before uh, walks up to me, and so this is after I felt that impression on my heart. She walks up to me and says, "Please don't think this is weird. Uh, I don't do this." And she well, said, "I don't know you, but I'm so and so." And she said, "God just put it on my heart that." there's something you're going through right now mm-hmm. and that he needs you to endure this first season because he has something he wants to do with it when you're done with that journey. And that was, you know, confirmation for me. I, I thought her endurement six months, um, a year, she, oh, there, yes. was, there wasn't a shelf life. There wasn't an ex- expiry date on there. And so our expiration date on there. So I was like, okay, this is going to be done soon. Mm-hmm that's year mm-hmm. two and you know it, it took up to year six mm-hmm. for a, a full release a full freedom um mm-hmm. for Thank me you for sharing that yeah i'm really wanted you to share that because it is a journey you know we are on a pilgrimage and the valley of the shadow of death is uniquely designed for each one of us who ardently wants to follow the way of Jesus, I believe. And it's different for everyone. You've made us so sure of that, that there's not just one way, although we know there is one way, right? The way, the truth, and the life. But he is so creative and and amazing and knows each of us so personally that he he does personalize even our valleys through the valley, through the valley of the shadow of death. And I appreciate you sharing that. And that incites all of us as well, Julie, to be in prayer and be attuned for others that are in our congregations or in our lives. Mm-hmm. And maybe we're, we're the one that's going to walk up and say, you might think I'm really crazy, but I just got to share with you this whisper I'm hearing from the spirit or mm-hmm. this impression I'm feeling that's life-giving for you. It's yes. life-giving. And so that's, that's so inspiring for me as well, that when, you know, I always like to say this, when that scripture where, where there are two, right, one falls, the other picks them up, you know, we always are going to be ebbing and flowing in the blessings and the uh, trials of our lives. So in the blessing season, go on, be the one who's blessing and speaking healing to others. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So there you go. What I loved most about Julie's honest truth and the power of what happened in that interchange between her and that woman was that the woman felt compelled to share something to Julie that would be really life-changing for her. Because Julie's confessed, I wanted to be healed, I wanted my miracle, I wanted it to be over. Well, there is not one of us listening who has not felt that way. And we're dumbfounded or perplexed or we get angry or we get frustrated, depressed. Where are you, God? Just like the psalmist David, who was, who Julie very much connected to in the word of God. And so there are just times, times as Solomon writes to us in Ecclesiastes 3, times, times where we're called to endure. And I want to borrow just two sentences from my favorite Irish poet, David White, and it's from his poem, Winter Apple. And when I was in a conference with him and I heard him teach this and read this, I was just, I was just stalled. 
He writes, Let the apple ripen on the branch beyond your need to take it down. Let the apple ripen on the branch beyond your need to take it down. Let the coolness of autumn and the breathing blowing wind test its adherence to endurance. Let the others fall. He continues, wait longer than you would. Go against yourself. Wait longer than you would. Go against yourself. Find the pale nobility of quiet that ripening demands. Watch with patience as the silhouette emerges and the leaves fall. Let that just fall on you. What really spoke to me there when I first heard it and I continue to hear it in my inner ear, (laughs) the spirit, let the apple ripen on the branch beyond your own need to take it down and wait longer than you would. Go against yourself. What is that saying to you, heartlifters? Will you let me know, please? Send me an email, a message. Let me know what you think that means in your own life to let the apple ripen on the branch beyond your need to take it down and then let <laughs> let yourself wait longer than you would. Go against yourself. Woo! So powerful. Can't wait to hear from you. And also be sure to download the show notes so that you can connect with Julie and uh, gather more wisdom from her life. Until next time.